Hey everyone, this is Wesley Town. Thanks for joining me today. Welcome to Better Days Season 3. Today I want to talk to you about how to support leaders who are suffering. In recent months, I have heard discussions around whether a Christian leader should lead while experiencing a mental health condition. I think this discussion alone proves the point that the idealism and unrealistic expectations that surround leaders are a false and impossible narrative that needs to change. If someone breaks their leg, can they still lead? Of course. If someone has diabetes, can they still lead? Of course. If someone is experiencing depression or anxiety from a glandular issue or a brain injury or a traumatic experience in their life or the fluctuation of key hormones or deep pain that they are processing through or acute stress over time, can they still lead? Of course. We all experience different forms of suffering, but suffering does not close the door for leadership and influence. Instead of viewing leaders as superhuman creatures who are immune to struggles, pains, and suffering, we should view leaders as normal people who have unique qualities and giftings that enable them to do something or multiple things that attract people to follow them. Let me illustrate a realistic narrative from the life of Jesus. Most people who study leadership, influence, or historians would agree that Jesus was one of the greatest leaders in human history. My personal belief is that Jesus was the greatest leader in human history. So look at his life. Jesus was perfect. Jesus was God in the flesh. And he was tempted. And his siblings rejected his identity as the son of God and savior of the world. One of his best friends betrayed him and stole money from him. He was described as a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. He sweat drops of blood in the Garden of Gethsemane under intense mental and emotional pain and anguish. He cried and wept. He was angry with religious leaders who put unbearable burdens on people. He was rejected by the humans he created, and he suffered crucifixion on a cross. Jesus' humanity is such a compelling example for how we should view leaders today. If Jesus, who was perfect, experienced physical, relational, mental, and emotional pain and suffering, then we should not expect any less from imperfect men and women who have the giftings to be leaders. They are human. Suffering and pain are part of the human lot. When leaders suffer, they feel two types of pressure. First, they feel internal pressure. Leaders are normally driven. So in the midst of suffering, whatever form it may be, they still feel the pressure to do what they do really well. They also feel the internal pressure to be strong in the midst of personal suffering. Maybe they feel as though they're supposed to be superhuman. They're supposed to deal with suffering in a way that no other humans can or will. So they have this internal pressure. They also feel external pressure. External pressure are things like pressure from people, 
people around them, pressure from expectations, verbal expectations that are talked about around them that they've heard, pressure from unrealistic ideals. You're supposed to be up here and everybody else is a little lower. Unrealistic. Pressure from cultural narratives around leaders, how leaders should act, how leaders should be, how perfect leaders' life should be. And in the midst of suffering, leaders are supposed to be better than everybody else. So these are the type of narratives maybe they've heard, pressures they feel internally, externally, things from within and things from without. So what can we do to not add unbearable weight to leaders around us when they are suffering? What can you do to support leaders around you when they are suffering? First, recognize that they are human too. Humans walk through suffering, whether that be mental, emotional, relational, or physical suffering. They are not superhuman. They are not immune to these forms of suffering, and they will not walk through it in a different manner than all other humans. They're human too. Second, find simple ways to show kindness, care, and support. Things like sending them a card, letting them know that you care about them, that you are thinking about them, that you're praying for them, that you uh, support them in the midst of whatever they're going through. Bring them a coffee if they like coffee. If they're a non-coffee drinker, bring them a fresh squeezed juice or a smoothie. That, That would be what I need. Or drop off a meal. Do something to show kindness, care, and support because this will be water to their soul. Third, release the pressure valve a little. Instead of turning the pressure valve up, use relational wisdom and organizational wisdom. If somebody is leading something and they're going through very hard, intense, deep personal pain and suffering, you don't want to turn up the pressure valve. You want to release it a little bit so that that person has breathing room to walk through their pain. This is showing them love. This is serving them in the midst of their pain. You still want them to do their job, but you're releasing it a little bit. I remember people that I worked with that were going through something really difficult. And I remember a few times I said, take the next three days off. Or why don't you go on a vacation? You can take a week off. Do whatever you need to do to process what you're going through, to breathe, to heal, to get help, or just to be in the midst of what you're going through. Fourth, Pay for counseling. If your company or your church is able to support your leaders going through suffering by paying for their counseling, this will be so valuable and they will send such love, support, loyalty because you cared enough about them to help connect them to somebody that can help them navigate through whatever they're going through. This is so valuable to somebody who is suffering. Fifth, let them know that it is okay that what they are going through is hard. Sometimes leaders feel because of these pressures that they have to act like whatever they're going through is easier for them. No, it's hard. It's painful. And 
when somebody comes up to them and says, hey, I want you to know that it's okay that whatever you're going through, whatever suffering you're facing is hard. You don't have to be somebody you can't be. And you don't have to show us that you're immune to the pain of suffering. You can display the hardship of suffering. I think this is a beautiful thing. And this is one of the practical ways that you can communicate help and support and understanding. Sixth, don't expect them to have all the answers. Job, who's one of the greatest human beings ever to live, who was also the most influential leader on the face of the earth during his time, he had none of the answers. If you read through human history, different people that we look up to, that we read their biographies that suffered, most of them did not have all the answers. Most of them walked through the pain, learned through the pain, and the pain made them more influential leaders, but most of them didn't get all the answers. Leaders don't always have answers for personal pain and suffering. So it's important that you don't expect them to have all the answers. Seventh, don't badger them with questions. This is so important because oftentimes when we look up to people and they're going through pain and suffering, we want to know everything. And we sometimes ask them questions over and over, or we'll send somebody their way, a little scout to ask them a question so that we get our answer because our answer is important to us to make us somehow feel better. But that's not how we love people. That's not how we care for people. So badgering them with questions will exasperate what they're going through. Eighth, don't gossip and speculate about them. Again, this will exasperate their emotional pain. Maybe you don't have the answers because they don't have the answers. And when you start to speculate and gossip and they hear that speculation and gossip, that adds a wound to what they already are going through. Ninth, don't be judgmental and critical. Treat them with love the same way you would desire to be loved in your, in your personal suffering and pain. Religious people are judgmental. Religious people are critical. People that are empathetic and loving and caring, they would treat a person the same way they would want to be treated if they were suffering and in pain. Tenth, be present and listen if they open up. Presence is one of the most important thing you can do to anybody who's suffering. It's a way to relationally engage in a way that in bodily form says, I'm here for you and I care about you. And no matter what you're going through, no matter how messy it is, how painful it is, I'm present in your life. And if you want to talk, my ears are open. My heart is open to listen. If you don't want to talk, that's okay too. So be present and listen if they open up. Eleventh, help them by carrying your own load. If you're on a team with a leader who's suffering, you don't want to put on them your load as well. What do you mean? 
One person's irresponsibility becomes another person's responsibility. Most leaders I know, if somebody drops the ball on their responsibilities, they'll just pick it up. They'll take care of it themselves. And maybe you have a habit of doing this. It's so important that you learn to carry your own weight and your own responsibility. And if somebody's suffering, be extra cognizant that you're not adding your responsibility, your load to their load already, because that's too heavy to bear. But most good leaders will just bear it. So instead of allowing them to take on your responsibility, you be cognizant and aware of carrying your own load so you don't add to their load. And then 12th, pray for them. Pray for them. Prayer is powerful in healing and helpful. Pray for them. Think about them, whatever they're going through. And ask God to give them strength. Ask God to give them encouragement. Ask God to give them comfort. Ask God to give them wisdom. Ask God to give them help. Ask God to do whatever they need in that present moment as they're going through deep pain and suffering. I hope those 12 practical examples of how to support your leader around suffering are helpful for you as you're thinking this through with me. And I want to encourage you big picture to be a source of hope and help and healing to hurting leaders and people. Being a leader is hard enough. Being a leader and suffering is really hard. And I remember people around me at the church that I started, leaders and people that did such an amazing job at encouraging, caring, supporting, loving me. Actually, so many of these things I listed, they did for me. So many of these positive traits, they did for me. And that act and those words and that present care over a long period of time etched these important truths into my heart. And if you're listening and that's one of you, I just want to say thank you. For everyone listening, this is Thanksgiving week. I hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving. I hope you get some rest, eat some great food, take some walks, love somebody intentionally, be present, don't stress out. Happy Thanksgiving. Make sure to check out next week's episode. Much love to you. Thanks again for joining me. I hope you were encouraged. I would love for you to help me to spread the word to bring hope for better days to as many people as possible. You can send a link to your family and friends, post something on your social media, and write a review on iTunes. Thank you for your support. I can't wait for you to join with me again next week for another episode of Better Days. 